Welcome back to the, I guess this is a combo book club on the Character Corner podcast. This is your host, Chris, and I got Deepom here with me. And um, we're, 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 we're continuing. I'm guessing we can just say this is, we can go ahead and put this out as um, Hickman month or, or our, our Hickman uh, d- deep dive. Because uh, we, we, uh, we started with uh, Hickman's um, Fantastic Four run. And technically, we should have started with this one because we're going to be talking about uh, Secret Warriors and uh, Shield, his Shield run that oddly enough just finished up this year in 2018. <laughs> no, I'll tell you one thing: we're not going to do. We're not going to even joke about the delays. I don't care if it took them 18 years. And I want to just say this right now: I'm so glad we're doing a Shield podcast, so I can never think about this book because I love a heady, weird book. I mean, I don't know. I maybe my brain's gotten too too inelastic in my old age, but Jesus, it's a lot. It's just it's it's a lot. It's a lot going on in this book here. Uh, I can't I can't blame you. And I, you know what it is? I think it's because were you were you weren't reading this month to month, were you? I did it first. <laughs> like it's it's like I'm really glad we're talking about this, so I can just get it, so I can just talk to someone about because I'm reading. I'm like. There's no one to talk to. I'm like, I no one. I can't just bring up these things I'm about to say to you. Like, what are you reading? Well, it stars Michelangelo and Leonardo da Vinci and Nikola Tesla. And why are your eyes glazing over? Yeah, you, you know what's crazy about it is um, when when you look at the timeline of when he wrote everything. Hickman starts says, uh, I, "Okay, so let's start with this one." I think we say this every time we read a Hickman book. Hickman's a crazy person. He is. Um, I think people are waiting for the laughter, but there's no laugh. It's just they're nuts. Well, because well, here's the thing. We say this every time, and I, I think I've read something disturbing um, uh, as a disturbing conclusion. We say this about every basic, you know, writer of, you know, some of our favorite runs. What does that make us? No, the thing is, I take that, you know, I see what you're saying, but I disagree a little bit because <laughs> this isn't like a great Jeff John Green Lantern or a Flash run. This isn't a great Brian Michael Bendis Ultimate Spider Man. This is like Morrison writing The Invisibles. Like, this is like Morrison writing Animal Man. Like, we don't have like this esoteric, weird comics anymore. This is Warren Ellis type shit. Like, <laughs> in the late 80s and early, I guess the mid to late 80s, the, 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 the mainstream quote-unquote of comic books was more littered with guys who thought like this. And, and because it, be, it feels like a rarity in 2018, it's so, you can't look away. Like, this isn't, if you're here for a superhero comic book or like, this is how the good guys beat the bad guys, wrong podcast. If you're looking for a simple answer on like, why you should read this book, it's the wrong podcast. I'm going to tell you to read this book, but I can't exactly tell you why. It's it's a lot. It 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 really is. Um, it feels important in a weird way, but like I don't know. It's hard. It's well. Let's just. Get... Well, you know, you, you know what it is. I mean, and this is what I figured, and, and this is what I was thinking after reading it. This is the second time of me going through this, and I also um we're gonna we're gonna cover so so we this is how we're gonna do this. We're we're gonna talk a little bit about Secret Warriors because that's that's actually what started some of this stuff and is lays the groundwork towards the back end of that series. We're not really going to deep dive into Secret Warriors because we've actually done that, I think, at least three, two times on the Comic Book Club. And I think right. one of those times is on the free feed. So if you want us to go really go through the Secret Warriors, I mean, we'll give a high-level quick run-through of the beginning of the, that book. Um, this is the one with um, uh, 
uh, Nick Fury leading, uh, uh, you know, he's been cast out from S.H.I.E.L.D. The, the whole thing, basically the basis of uh, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., where you find out that um, uh, Hydra has been uh, secretly running S.H.I.E.L.D., but then actually S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, Nick Fury actually flipped that on the head and was actually running Hydra, who was running S.H.I.E.L.D. It's very, what you need to know is it's a 28-issue love letter to Nick Fury and how badass he is. Yes. I mean, that, that fair? Yeah, yeah, yes. I mean, yes. As as it been said, when Brian Michael Business comes to you and asks you to write a Nick Fury book, you say yes. I mean, you don't say no to that. So wheels within wheels, my friends. And and that and wheels and wheels within wheels is a great way to describe this book because uh, going into the shield because towards the back end of Secret Warriors, and I remember when we 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 read this, um, you start finding out a little bit about that because throughout the entire series, you keep. Certain characters will will use their code names. You're going to buy Zodiacs. Like, uh, what was Nick Fury? Nick Fury was, it wasn't Gemini. Who? What was Nick Fury? Fury is Gemini. G- oh, he is Gemini. I got the thing. Okay, so Fury is Gemini. You had Baron Strucker. You had um, uh, the guy from Leviathan. You had Max. Matter of fact, yeah, several people. You had Dum Dum. You had uh, think um, Garrett was in there. Jake. Sh- Jake Fury. Jake Fury was so you had you had a whole you had this whole 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 this round table around the Zodiac, and they were all different different organizations, different countries. You know, you had Shield, you had um, I guess Hydra slash Nazis with uh, the uh, with, with Baron Strucker. Um, you had the Soviets, and 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 you had this character whose code name was Ares. And I don't and I and I didn't realize this until going back and reading it. They never tell you what it is. But I remember when we did our combo book club on on um Secret Warriors, you're like, no, 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 that's Da Vinci. That's Leonardo Da Vinci. And I'm like, what the fuck? I I can remember the first time you told me I was like, what the why the fuck is Leonardo Da Vinci? Like, that doesn't make any sense. And this is where you get to your first piece when you have to do anything with, with Hickman. And I think this is what this 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 to me is how I made sense of, of his shield run is. The story isn't done because the, if you just read Secret Warriors, you're just like, okay, cool, everything's done. You don't ever think about Da Vinci again. You don't think about what 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 what, what was what, what what they were doing around that round table. They go and they find these different pieces of of, of technology. It's three different teams, three different pieces of technology. One is life model, model decoys. Another one is a power source, and the third is the uh, the, the chambers. Mm-hmm. And they can all be hooked up to, and I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that those all form that, um, that human, one of the human machines that they created at the beginning of the shield room. That is correct. Yes. Um, so, so let me just, so the book is, Secret Warriors is, it was written originally by Bendis and Hickman, but Bendis left halfway through and then Hickman finished the rest of the book. And, there's an interruption that Chris is mentioning here in issue 25. All of a sudden, you're given a flashback tale, and you're not really sure why, because you've been told this story of espionage and circles within circles and people moving against each other. But this is the first time you get kind of the origins of that. Mm-hmm. And it's really engrossing and really engaging. And it's one of those things where you feel like the taste of a world, like where an author will give you a piece of something and like, oh, we'll, be it. we'll come back to that later. Um, I don't know how. It- then you are in lost life, but Jesus. Um, right. John, 
Hickman and Roberts, I don't want them anywhere near each other ever. There's a bunch of writers I want nowhere near each other. It's like you guys cannot collaborate at all. No, you guys should never even speak. You shouldn't know each other exists. I'm afraid for what could happen. But what happens is this team of people who wouldn't normally ever interact are referred to by Ares, aka Da Vinci. As the top spy master today, the master of espionage, and you guys are here for expediency. There's something I need in the world to get. You're going to help me get it. And you're right. Those three pieces are brought together, and you're never told why. And you just see how they work into the story of Secret Warriors, which is interesting and engrossing. But <sighs> Shield's insane. Yeah. He, well, he, what happens is you, 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 you get that engrossing story, and you think, oh, well, you think nothing of it. Because there's also that, that important piece where um, Fury says they didn't find their piece, which is with the life model decoy stuff. Which is a lie. Yeah, it was definitely a lie. And I love that, that panel of, area, of, of Da Vinci's looking at him like, sure you didn't. All right, motherfucker. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, you didn't find it. Okay. Um, the Soviet, but the rest of the pieces are put together to form uh, this machine where... And 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 again, reading Shield the second time and reading back through Secret Wars, I, I finally got it. What, you know, what was the name of the guy from Leviathan? Um, God damn it! Um, hold on, I just I just pulled off the page. Give me one second here. Um, it is his name was Cancer, and it was Victor Unarov. Unarov. Yeah. So he, the idea was he was going to become. Almost like you know, uh, they were gonna channel the, the life force of a lot of his uh, compatriots in him, and make him like an Ubermensch to make him a, 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 a the greatest unkillable, basically Russian. Right, basically, which, an, 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 which, where that technology came from later on in Shield, which is insane. Exactly, and it's it's basically the idea of them basically trying to one up the super soldier. Everything goes back to the super soldier program, right? Always trying to one up the super soldier program, and the idea was he would be able to siphon off the life force of some of the volunteers into doing that. But what happened is, you know, obviously it was it, it was sabotaged and it didn't work, and he ended up he still became a super soldier, but he ended up draining too much from those mm-hmm. other soldiers. Um. And so it, it went bad. But again, we see all this stuff in, in Secret Warriors, and you're like, okay, that's interesting. It makes a good story. If you stop there, it's fine. But then Hickman goes and does his Shield series with uh, it's him and what was it, uh, Weaver? Was it Dustin Weaver? Dustin Weaver. Yeah. And I want to say this now: if you get to a series that you're like, maybe I'll read this, and it's introduced by a writer and artist, pick it up. Just do it. Just pick it up. Just pick it up. Just pick it up. Because, like, there was, I've read this series now, I guess, a total of three times. Mm-hmm. One of those times, I'm not going to lie, I probably just stared at Justin Weaver's artwork. Well, there's one, there's one of the books where it's almost nothing but his artwork. I can't the remember. The issue with, the, uh, with yeah. the Night Machine. Yes. Or with the, uh, yeah, with, yeah, with the Machine Destroys the Undercity World. Yeah, Under, Undercity, yeah. Yeah, and you're just, you're just looking at his artwork and it's just there. And, so, so what, what, what the shield book does, and, and, and again, I, I guess we'll say this towards the end when I, when I talk more about this, but to me, after reading this, cause we'll talk about it now, Da Vinci pops up later, has popped up more recently with mm-hmm. the inventable Iron Man stuff. So part of me is in there going that we, you definitely leave when you finish reading shield and we'll get into more of what the craziness that happens in here, but I really do feel like. 
this was another thing where where Hickman was seeding a world because if you think about this, like again, we should have done this this, this podcast before we did the Fantastic Four one. We just did the Fantastic Four one first because obviously Slot's Fantastic Four book was coming back for, and we wanted to kind of get ahead of that. Um, but the order for this stuff is basically um, Secret Warriors. Uh, then Shield probably ran around the same time as, or maybe even a little bit after the Fantastic Four. Shield originally ran in 2010, and then Volume Two was 2011. It didn't finish 2018. Well, we won't talk about the last two issues. We won't talk about how it took long. Oh, we'll talk about them, but not <laughs> not in a critical way, my friends. Not if you're like, oh, I wasn't going to break down the the, the schedule you released. This is not that podcast. Yeah, no, this we're going to be a gushing. John Hickman might actually be some sort of sorcerer because. I'll say this, and I said this on Twitter today. The creation myth he comes up with, no, it's kind of hard to see the ones I uh, hear on Sundays. Yeah, it's... What, 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 the thing that gets me about Hickman's style is that... And, and I, I, think, I think we can't just give credit to Hickman on this one. I think you also have to talk about, you know, just the editorial thing uh, at Marvel and... Mm-hmm. What separates Marvel and DC? And, I, and, and and to me, it's not like one's better than the other. I'm not trying to get into that, that argument there at all. I think they each do certain things really well. What Marvel does really well, I think, is all of their history matters. And everything, there's a straight line. And can I always hear people say, oh, Marvel's rebooting again. They're doing it. And I'm like, yeah, but they don't really do a reboot because everything matters. Everything's there. Like, um, I know we'll talk about this when we do the mailbag, but. I mean, if you, I, I started reading that Venom book, and that Venom book yeah. picks up something from from what uh, 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 Jason Aaron did in the God Butcher storyline, and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, it just, it blew, I'm, like, I'm like, no, get the fuck out of here. Are you serious? And so, to, that's what makes, to me, the Marvel book so interesting to me is, like, anything can matter. And it, it, it's, it's why I actually, you know, just flip over to the DC side, it's why, you know, and, and again, it can get, it can get too much, but like, that's why I like the Jeff John stuff. When Jeff Johns pulled out things from, um, uh, uh, Moore's craziness, Alan Moore's craziness into an issue, like, wait, you made a whole entire like storyline based off of like a throwaway issue from like, you know, all those years ago. What, what are you crazy? But I like that kind of stuff. I, cause it makes it so that your history always matters. And, when I read what Hickman has done here, it's it, again, it, it, it's, it's obviously his all story. His, his story is, you know, throughout the entire stuff, but it also leaves so many bits and pieces for other people to come in and pick up, you know, like it's little things like when you read, when you're reading the, the first issue of shield within two or three pages, they are talking about the origins of shield basically starting in, ancient Egypt when Imhotep uh, was stopping a brood invasion and literally behind him are the original Moon Knight in fucking Apocalypse. Like, wait, what are we doing here, guys? Like, All hands on deck, brother. Wait, I, but again, but like, I remember when we talked about things like, like, and it's not like it comes, you're like, oh, wait, that comes out of nowhere. It's like, no, go back and listen to our Apocalypse character corner. We talked about Apocalypse time when he, his origins, when he was in Europe, in, in, in Egypt. Like, it's, it, it all matters. He's like, oh, shit, we can fill that in. You're to get to talking about the deviant cities and the deviants and the, and the celestials and 
We talked about that all throughout the apocalypse and the sinister, uh, the Mister Sinister book, and we talked about the Celestials several times in, in, in the Deviants. We talked about that with, uh, with Thanos. You know, it's like all of this stuff. Like the more and more you read, the more and more you're like, oh wait, all of this stuff is actually making sense. If you read it off on its own. Yeah, you might be confused. Like, if you just jump in and you start reading S.H.I.E.L.D., you're going to be like, what the fuck is this book? This doesn't make any sense. This is stupid. But if you start reading all the other stuff and then come back and read it, your mind's going to be blown. You're like, holy shit. Did he really just... What is this? Like, when I'm, when I'm reading S.H.I.E.L.D., I'm like, wait a minute. The, the, uh, uh, the, the, the human machine that they're creating is basically what they were using in... And, and Secret Warriors, but for different purposes. Like, you know, Bro, they were... How about, how about um, Nathaniel Richards promising he'd go back to his son? Oh, that's... A, so, let's, let's get into some of the players in, in this S.H.I.E.L.D. run, because this is amazing. So... Let's start with the comic book names first. We'll get to the real world names after that. Yeah, yeah, So, you have Howard Stark, and you have Nathaniel Nathan Richards. And, obviously, we know who their sons or... But they're basically, when they're introduced, they're basically like... Fists of Shield. They're basically like like uh, field operatives for the organization that we now know as a once creating all human history, the Shield to protect the world. And Nathaniel Richards, it's it's interesting because as we all we've covered, Hickman wrote the shit out of him and a lot of them in Fantastic Four. And that characterization, you can see it start here. It's, it becomes you see the man he's going to become by the time the Fantastic Four chronologically happens. But what you have to remember is that he's writing this concurrent. He's writing an earlier version of the man that that man's going to become. It's very, it's it's very it meta. Crazy person. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it, it it becomes very very meta at times with this. Um, oh yeah. The other thing too that that I thought when it comes to the way they portray Howard and and, and Nathan is just the way they they act as fathers. Because again, another big thing with. With Hickman's writing is always a father aspect. It's it's mm-hmm. always there. Like it's, it's very very big, and you can see that you know it's very very present in the Fantastic Four run he's did, but in the Shield run is is also just as present because on the one hand you have um you you have Nathan who is is basically had to go in and tell his son you know read, and again I, I love the fact that th- this book doesn't hold your hand. You kind of figure out oh this is Nathan Richards. Oh, this is Howard Stark, right? Yes, they tell you, they tell you, they're very quick. They say Nathaniel Richards oh, yeah. Howard Stark. And, and, but what you do is you find out where the timeline is happening. And it's funny because we're introduced to them in 1952. And that's an important point. Yes. Because if, if Nathaniel Richards is saying goodbye to his son in 1952, the rest of the timeline doesn't make sense. By the end of the two volumes, the sliding time scale at Marvel makes sense. Yeah. It's, it's so weird because... Like we tout, and we're going to continue to tout Secret Wars and what they let John Hickman do basically destroy the Marvel Universe. He already did that. Yeah, he quietly destroyed the Marvel Universe. universe And rebuilt it in the same issue. Yeah. (laughs) The stuff they let him get away with, I think that's, you and I kind of agree on that, so it's kind of where we landed. They let him get away with so much. He does so much. Yeah. Well, and I think part of it is they let him get away with it for so much because... Uh, it was it was just it was such a small book, you know, mm-hmm. and and nobody was thinking. But but you get the, you get these two fathers. And you get you get, you already get the, the, the uh, no pun intended. A stark difference between the two fathers. Nathan is you know it's almost like 
questioning what he's doing because he's leaving his son. And this is after his, I think this is after his wife has died. So he's leaving his fun son and basically trying to, you know, convince him. He's, you don't, they don't show you him talking to Reed, but he's having this conversation with Howard and he's basically like, Hey, you know, how did he's asking Howard? It's like, how did you do it? How did you tell, you know, say goodbye to your son and basically say you're, you're never coming back. And this is where you get the start difference between, you know, one Nathan and Howard, but also the direct in between how uh, Tony operates and how Reed operates. Howard's basically like, oh, I didn't tell him anything. They're basically going to fake my death. He's right. like, you know, my, my family is holding me back. And I found myself regretting not being able to do what I needed to do. So I'm tired of playing father. Which also comes into play because you also find out, you know, in, when, if you're reading just the Iron Man books, stuff like that, that Tony's not really his son anyway. <laughs> so that, that him playing, yeah. playing well, father. It's so funny because it, it all plays out because Hickman plants the seed, but Bendis is on later and says, oh yeah, those aren't his parents. Yeah. Yeah. Those aren't Tony's parents. Yeah. So, so, th- so now that, that, that line of him playing father, it, it even sticks out even more because now he's like, okay, you're not, that's not your real son. That, I mean, that's not your biological son. You wanted to, you, you want to go out here and, 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 and adventure and do all this other stuff. And you feel like your family's holding you back. You basically just left because that's what it is. And then, you know, when you start reading Tony, look what Tony goes through. And even, you know, what Bendis does, what was doing with Tony Stark, you see that, yo, Tony was kind of fucked up because he was actually abandoned by his father versus you see through what Hickman did with the Fantastic Four run, what Reed, what the man Reed became because of his father and because his father was literally trying to go through all of time to make it back to his well, son. When you think about it even further, this is the only Nathaniel in the multiverse who came back for his kid. Exactly. So even more to that, and then so like that duality between Nathaniel and uh, Howard is played across the entire series. We see it happen with like uh, who being a father, Night mm-hmm. Machine and Tesla and um, uh, uh, Leonid. Yeah, like you see what, what being a father means. Well, I love and, I love that line that at one point the Forever Man, which you later find out is Michelangelo. I'm sorry, guys, for jumping around on this one, but he, 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 he it, it, again is this is going to get weird. Just stay around with me. Um, but he tells he he tells Leonid one time he's like, oh, there's a difference between being someone's child and being someone's son. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's basically saying because this entire time, like Leo thought that his his father was Tesla because that's basically who raised him, and 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 that's who he's always called dad. We later find out his dad was actually uh, Sir Isaac New- Newton, who is actually a piece of shit. <laughs> so, so when you're talking about a book where Isaac Newton's the big bad, you're welcome. <laughs> it's a weird fucking book. Um, so let me just explain how the series opens. The series opens with. Uh, Howard and Nathaniel tracking down Leonid and bringing him to the, I guess you'll call it the City of Shield. I don't know what the best. It, it was uh, the Immortal City, but yeah. The immortal city. So that's all the question I had too, because like this is all taking place in Italy. Isn't that uh, where uh, is this kind of around the same place that 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 Da Vinci took took that meeting of all the different? Yeah, no, no, that's yeah. exactly what it's like. Yeah. So again, it's just all of it kind of. Wheels within wheels. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> it really wheels within wheels. And so the series opens with this. Lean is being brought to a place he's never experienced. He's just a, a, he's presented as a normal kid in the book, 
But you start to see like the way he's drawn and some of the things they do with him in the art is clearly not. It's more than that. And you get to see not just an introduction to the city, but the fact that he's going to be there for a number of years, being taught in the tutelage of Sir Isaac Newton, which is still weird to say. And it culminates with the night machine, a.k.a. the night machine who he knows is his father coming back to see him in the city after three years. He says, Father, I thought something had gone wrong. I didn't know you were coming back. He says, well, I had to come back. I was supposed to. I was like, what do you mean by that? And that's the kind of conversations that happen in this book. It's a lot of, I was already told I was supposed to be here. Well, what do you mean by that? And not a lot of clarity is given at first, and you kind of stumble. You feel like you're fumbling through the dark looking for a light switch. Mm-hmm. But once you hit the switch, the lights are fucking bright. You can't see anything. Because it becomes revealed that the night machine isn't a machine. That is his father because of his father's Nikola Tesla. And in the past, Nathaniel and Howard had actually killed Nikola Tesla while searching for the boy. And it unravels and unfolds. And I think, like, I could tell the story in a linear fashion that would kind of not do it justice. It's important to realize that Hickman tells this story in such a way that by the end, the disjointed time bits, the, the hopping around, the Michelangelo existing as basically Dr. Manhattan, mm-hmm. it all makes sense. It all fits. It all has a place. And, and if you think and about it, that's, that's, that, but that, and, and, the and, and, and that's, that's, that, but that's Hickman's style. Because even if you go back to Secret yeah. Warriors, he does all the time. Remember that time when you see when they go to, um, the the team goes to destroy uh, the Hydra base, and you're trying to figure out you know how they're going to escape. And all of a sudden, at one point, you know they uh, they, they, they 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 somehow escape, and then the Hydra people come back. And they're like, yeah, and all of our pursuit vehicles disappeared. We don't know what the fuck happened. Like, how did you lose them? And they don't tell you anything. Then you finally get that issue. The next issue, they show you basically from the beginning again, going through that entire thing of what happened with uh, basically Sebastian going through all his training, and then all of a sudden. He's getting he's getting more powerful and he's able to operate under stress to to save his to, to to save his team and things like that. It's like you get all the that that's how Hickman does it. He he leads you on this path of I don't know what the fuck's going on. Then he smacks you in the face with what happened. You're like, how the fuck did I not see this coming? You know, well, it's it's weird because it's not just like one or two threads that's not linear. The entire story is not linear to the to the point where you're like, I'm barely keeping up reading. Because you, because you, you have the, let's call it the present time. All right, you have the present time, but then you also have this telling, especially in the first book, you have the basic telling of the origin of this Shield Brotherhood, which is basically, which again, going back to Secret Warriors, you remember? So there was this again, it was such a, was such a throwaway part. It, it was the, it was the, the, the party that the Howling Commandos were having before their last big, um, their their, their last big the mission. Last and uh, they were giving us toast to Steve Rogers being um, the one man, you know, the one man who stands in the gap, who stands in the way of, of human destruction. And you see that this is like that. You, you, it, at that moment, you're like, you're like, oh, this is just a throw. You say what now? Well, if you're trying to put it in words. Yeah, I mean, because at the time you're you're like, oh, well, that's just what military guys do at these kind of get-togethers. Okay, that makes sense. But then you read the shield issue, and you're like, oh no, that's a recurring thing. 
You know, Emotep was a man who stood in the gap who between you know the brood and the invasion. You know, you had um, uh, Galileo uh, stopping. Was it? Can't remember. He no. He yeah. He was stopping uh, uh, Galactus from from eating the Earth. There was. Um, the guy from China who convinced the the pregnant celestial to instead of consuming the earth and the moon to feed her child to 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 sacrifice herself into the sun and allow the child to 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 to, to feed in the in, in the sun, which you then later on see that uh um uh, uh Da Vinci sees and it's just it's just all these wheels within wheels. If you look at the pairings, like Da Vinci and Newton are, are obviously they, they do very much. Um, juxtaposition between fate and hope, mm-hmm. but that same juxtaposition exists between Howard and Nathaniel. Yes, Howard is the Isaac Newton. He's the one who says, "This is how it's going to be." He he went so far as to fake his own death when Leonardo da Vinci faked his own death out of necessity. He felt sad about doing it. Yeah, yeah. He's like, "You're going to live the life I should live." Which, by the way, by, by faking his own death, meaning he created a life model decoy. To live in his place, as and which they then ex- show how they explain Da Vinci being able to go through and do all these other things. He's like, "Hey, you know, I have another life. I have another purpose." And that's the other thing too. I think throughout this entire Shield Run is people finding their purpose. You are where you're you're supposed to be. You're doing what you're supposed to do. You're you're at this location because you're supposed to be there. Um, and like you said, finding out, you know, fate and, and, and free will and all these other things here, like this is just, it, it is such a, it's such a, it, 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 it's such an interesting concept. Right. And like you said, like we were talking about this, like, you know, uh, if Hickman ever decides to open up his own church, uh, it's going to be an interesting. No, religion. Be Cause at the end of the day, like, and without getting into my own personal beliefs, it's a story. It's told issues about self-termination. But humans making their own fate, but doing so within a framework that was already preordained, and it's 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 so funny because he he handles all those big theological is it is it fate or is it a freedom of choice is is it and it's everything it's both it's it's nothing it's all of it and it's put together in such a artist artful artful way yeah like the realization of Leonid is he's like I'm trying to give everyone what they want so why don't you just tell me what you're looking for yeah. And, and and he's able. It's, oh, I'm a huge fan of this book, man. Yeah, you get you basically get. So so if you want the big bad and the, and the big thing about this book is you have two sides. You have Leonardo da Vinci who basically believes that man's fate is their own and they have free will to determine uh, their own path, and that you know you can't determine a man's path for himself. They have to determine it for themselves. And Sir Isaac Newton is basically like, oh, well, no, everything dies. Which I love this, everything dies. And yeah. everything is going to die. <laughs> and it's going. Which, I, again, that happens. Every- so there's two things like that that happen in this book. It's one, the, the Sir Isaac Newton basically on this, basically, I've done the math. It's, you know, we, everything dies, which. Yeah. <laughs> we, First we, issue, if it a four run, the wizard says that to Reed Richards. Right. So there's that. And God forbid, wait until we get to the Avengers run, guys. Like, Mm-mm. all right. Um, but then there was also when uh, the the quiet math, which is basically solving for everything, which is also what Reed was trying to do, which was solve for everything, and that drove the the, the celestial child mad when it could it speaks in a math language and it saw the quiet math language where it saw solve for everything and it drove it the, mad. The quiet math language was stolen from the deviants. 
who, by the way, <laughs> Leonid's real mother is one of the deviants who uh, mated with uh, Sir Isaac Newton, who had made, who, who did that. He was not happy about it, but he did it and suffered that indignity so that he could steal the quiet math solution from the deviants and basically burn their city. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. it sounds fucking crazy, guys. I know, but I'm telling you, this shit will it it blows your mind. It it blows your mind when you start reading the things around it. When you when you go and read again that back half of Secret Warriors, because again, up until that point, you're like, okay, Secret Warriors is a good book on its own. But then you get this weird thing where like, wait a minute, what do you mean you guys were all around this the, this great wheel and you guys were all part of this this secret this other secret organization what is this what was what was leonardo da vinci doing with the great builder what is he building what is he trying to do that which also brings me to the idea of in that secret warriors book that was taking place in 1961 this all stuff happens in the 1950s yep. what was what is so what is leonardo da vinci what was leonardo da vinci doing in 61 well it's, it's after the reshuffle you're right you're right it's after the end of the series so he doesn't know what's next yeah so it's but he's just, also got to assemble the pieces. Yeah. So it's just mind blowing. Yeah. It's it's one of those books that you're reading. And you're like, okay, who do I talk to about this? Like, I'm glad we did this tonight because I honestly I haven't had anyone to talk about this with. And there's so many little moments, little points, and going so far as to just it's 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 wonderful. It's it's cover to cover wonderful. It's complicated as all hell, but it's really really good. And I can't recommend it up to anyone. If you like like those larger than life, larger than a small like superhero story, if you enjoyed the Fantastic Four run, you're gonna like this. But hold on tight. And congratulations on reading it collected because month to month was fucking torture. Mm-hmm. I, Did I, you try to read this live? No. Oh hell no! I didn't know about it. <laughs> That's a fair reaction. Yeah, I didn't know about it. I, I didn't know about it, so it was okay for me uh, not not to do that. <laughs> you yeah. know, That's so probably for the best because it, it has been. It was it was a run, man. It was not fun. I, I can imagine going to end at issue four, and and I, I believe it ended at issue four, and he had In two more right, and he needed two more issues to finish it. And but the, what his, his his ruling was he told Marvel do not put five on sale until six is finished, which is smart. Yeah. Smart. Particularly for this story, oh, it's real smart. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we, we kind of mentioned some of the other historical names they, they, they put throughout this. Uh, we mentioned Da Vinci, Newton, Tesla, uh, Galileo, Nostradamus, who... Who goes through some shit. <sighs> Yo, so here's what's happening throughout the entire series. That's with all this crazy shit's unfolding. Michelangelo, who off-panel... Gains like celestial understanding. They never explained how he got it. Yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> which, is, which is the scary part, right? Um, he is popping in and telling people basically what's coming next. And so at one point, Isaac Newton rests control of S.H.I.E.L.D. So S.H.I.E.L.D. It had originally been this, this, this collection of the Brotherhood who were going to figure out how to protect humanity. There was S.H.I.E.L.D. running humanity. What happened was, as certain people, Isaac Newton, came into power and things were discovered like the Infinity Formula, which ties into all those Dick Fury stories you've ever read, as yeah. the Infinity Formula becomes like diluted and shared, 
he's now taking control of the Brotherhood of the Shield by doling out immortality and killing those not loyal. If this reminds you of a certain desperate in the White House using jobs instead of lives, you're not far off. Now, what happens is he knows that Nostradamus was visited by Da Vinci before everyone thought Da Vinci died. He said, I need you to tell me what he said to you. Oh, one word, for eternity, I'll give you your life forever. Nostradamus says no. So he gives him enough to keep him alive for stretches while his body and mind deteriorate, chained beneath the main chamber of the Brotherhood of the Shield because Isaac Newton's a dickhead. Oh, he is a big dickhead. I get it. He, he kills Galileo with his bare hands. The man who trained him, the man who brought did, him to life. Did you read? Did you read the shield? I'm pretty sure you did. You read the one shot where they no. did. Oh, so I, I just read it. I read it like a, 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 maybe like an hour ago, and they show you all the other people that that, that uh, Newton was killing too. He killed a lot of fucking people, dog. Like, well, I think it's interesting because it's, it's pretty well displayed that everything happened. Mm-hmm. It just things are different afterwards, mm-hmm. and. That's why Da Vinci had to get the pieces of the machine. Because after it had been used to, to change the world, it could not be reused. Yes. He needed to secure it. And, man, I don't know. It's, it's, I'm going to end up reading the series again and having to do another one of these where I just rant for 25 minutes about how this is a much more plausible way for our reality to exist than someone to say God did. Like, it really, like, one of them is possible. And yes, I'm including well, immortal Leonardo da Vinci. Well, because at, at, at one point in the beginning of the, of, of the series, uh, Leonid asked, um, he he asked, uh, I can't, he didn't ask, I don't know who he asked. He asked somebody basically like, how this is possible? How you have this this entire immortal city underneath the, the, the uh, underneath the this the, the city above? Like, how are you doing this? And they're like, science, ma- I mean, science, magic is like it's one and the same, basically, like. You know, and and everything they do is basically based in science, has some kind of scientific fact to it, um, and um, yeah, it's just, it's just so very, it, it's 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 fucking crazy. Um, and it's paying off now because Da Vinci didn't just appear in in, in Impossible Iron Man, Invincible Iron Man, excuse me. He also appeared at the tail end of Miles' series, helping recruit it. Yeah, he's he's Whatever doing something building, yeah. right. He's he's Rebuilt recruiting a bunch rock. of people. Yeah, because he was recruiting Riri, and so he's also recruiting Ma. He's recruiting a bunch of people. So what? Like again, I'm like, what the fuck is going? Like, that, and that's why I look at the Shield series as there are so many questions that are left unanswered to me. Even after reading this and the Avengers run, I do not feel like this story is complete. I feel like we got, we're getting another one of the things that they did with Secret Warriors, where they show you some of this stuff, they talk about it, but like, because at one point, I mean, this, the way the series ends. It basically ends with Lena basically gives both sides what they want. He gives a world, a, a world for um, uh, uh, that we currently operate in with, with you know that that the Da Vinci and them wanted, and Michelangelo wanted, where mankind determines his own fate, right? And he gives um, the opposing world to uh, uh, um, Sir Isaac Newton, which is basically a dead, dying world. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Because you want everything that. Yeah, everything everything died, but I'm like, okay, so is that one of the worlds that just that was destroyed when, like, we we get into Avengers and they, like, it, it's just it, it's just so many crazy, like things now I have floating through my head, like what's going on? Like another thing that came up, like, and and they dropped this hint so very 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 subtly. At one point, the way that Galileo was able to stop, um, uh, because uh, I had to read the, the 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 little notes that that Hickman did in the back. 
he has a, a a conversation between Galileo and 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 the Pope at the time, and it basically explains that they, they yeah Which that they. And and it's basically explaining that the way Galileo was able to stop Galactus is basically using the creation engine to basically create another world for Galactus to consume. And you know that comes up later on. That's also what um, Shield uh, uh, Fury had put out some of these these notes into the world. And that one guy created created his own like portable creation engines. Like all this stuff is all over the fucking place. You're like, holy shit! Like, what did you guys really do? You guys have like, and this is why to me I like the Hickman stuff because what Hickman does is basically seeds the world, and then any other creator or writer can come through here and and do whatever the fuck they want with it going forward. You know, and and take these little small things here. You can either ignore it or you can take it. It doesn't really matter. It all does matter, though. You know, and uh, all, all these drop the seat. And if if they land on fertile ground, like someone who picks up Da Vinci, you can tell that story. I'll tell you what, Chris. You and I are talking. I guarantee he has an answer for our question of wait, what happened to this post Secret Wars? Because what happened to Secret Wars is they destroyed the universe and brought it back. And if you read, you haven't read Solar Surfer, have you? No. You drew Soul Server. Oh, good. Um, it's Slot. It's uh, Mike Alred who drew um, Mad Men. And yeah, it's, it's, it's the secret story behind Secret Wars. You get to see who actually remade the universe. And it's beautiful and heartbreaking. And it's the best. It's the most romantic comedy or comic books I've ever, I've ever read. Mm, okay. I got it. Okay. Um, yeah, I stole part of my writing that from. Silver Surfer. Mm. Okay, I, it, like this stuff is just um, the human machine. They, so so they 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 the human machine they rebuild so that Leonid could could basically ascend and and, and defeat um, uh, Newton is basically based off of the Vitruvian machine that or drawing that that Da Vinci has in real life. Like he takes enough real life like things. And and throws them in this book to make you go make make your questions like, oh, maybe it could happen. You start questioning your own reality, and I'm like, dude, yeah. what do you like? This is this is fucking crazy. Um, I I really did like how so in, in this human machine they did this they they put the three uh they had what one two three four five six seven seven parts of it the anchor the engine the navigator the source the mechanism the conduit and the path. Um, the anchor with the sacrifice, the man left behind, the builder, which is Da Vinci, which also being called the man they left behind. Part of me thinks because the entire story takes place throughout time, and at one point Da Vinci does show up with the human machine, kind of already made. I'm thinking that maybe that's what he's doing with Riri, Miles, and all of them. That he has to create this thing in the future to go back into the path, past <laughs> to go through all this stuff. I think that's what this is because remember because what you find out this the, the, with the story and, and I love how they do this towards those last three issues they basically have a fight going on in three separate times in three possible futures three possible it's futures weird to read guys yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it's weird for you to hear us say it try to read it because because it's, with it, he'll have the same panel but in a different place where they say the same thing, the same uh, sequence of events happens, maybe one or two things change here or there, but like, it's the same thing. It's like, there's, um, uh, the rebirth of man, 
the uh oh man, what were they? Hold on. I, I had them. I know one is when everything dies, one is the rebirth of man, and oh god, I can't remember what the other one was. But um or how the world could be, or something like that. And right. and those are the three times and you see them fighting uh, Sir Isaac Newton and the Star Child, which is basically the um the, the child celestial uh creation that had gone that has gone mad. A mad celestial. Go figure. Right. Hmm. Right, right, right. I mean, so when they're fighting both of them throughout the three three times, I did notice the last caliphate, which is three brothers, only one of them is in each time period, I believe. Or is right. it? Or do you? Yeah, it's it's, it's a very very only, weird. Only ones, only ones, only ones talking in each one. Right, right. The, the order of their time happens differently in each each time period. Yes, it is just it 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 is just a mind blowing thing. But again, this thing is taking place throughout this entire time. And when the when it's all said and done, they end up back. And I didn't notice until I read this second today again that they end, they don't end back up at the time they left at, which was basically the 1950s. They end up basically in modern times, right? And so again, it makes me go, okay, if they end up in modern times at the end of this book, what has Da Vinci and Da Vinci was waiting for them? What has Da Vinci been doing that entire time? And that brings me to the whole thing with with Da Vinci. Tie in the end of this book in the beginning of whatever's next for Miles and them. Yeah, I, I I think they have to. I think that's what's going to happen because it's the thing that makes sense. Because like we said, you know, he he got the different pieces during Secret Warriors, even though that took that was written before the Shield run. How did Da Vinci right. get all this? Because Da Vinci just kind of shows up and he knows things. He kind of knows things he shouldn't know, and it's not like he's—he wasn't always told them. So somebody had to tell. Him, like I, I just feel like Da Vinci has been going through the different time periods, well, now, and well, well, now you got to realize that Da Vinci doesn't know the future anymore. Yeah, because Michelangelo's has now been negated. The things that he knew, he knows certain things, but he doesn't know definitive what's going to happen next. Exactly. And that's got to be him preparing for tomorrow. That's a good point. Yeah, so I, I and that's to me is what I really like about what the Shield Run is. It's you're left with a lot of questions, but I have confidence that the questions are going to have answers, like mm-hmm. soon. And I think they're going to be. So it's, it's just like he's not writing for them, but he's still writing for them. Yeah, and 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 he's not writing for them now, but I mean, who knows when he comes back, and if he comes back with that story to tell. Because you got to think about it. I mean, this is another. He wrote from to what 2009 to 2013 for Marvel, or do you know 2015 technically, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he needed the break. <laughs> he needed the break because he basically, like you said, he destroyed the world. He destroyed the world a lot of times. <laughs> like well, yeah. also, like, if you look at how he's charted all the progression of these characters, he's got to be like Charlie Kelly in um, Always Sunny with the Pepe Silva, like. Look at all the strings that the male's going somewhere. Like, I don't know how he's charted this plan out, but it feels like at no point there was no plan. No, it's, it's all there. Like you said, from the infinity formula that, 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 Nostradam- that Newton just drops it and drops, dro- drops in there. You have, um, like you said, stuff with Howard Stark. And even like in that little drop, that line about playing, playing father, you know, and then you later find out that, that yeah, that wasn't, that those aren't Tony's real parents. It's just, like all of this stuff, you later find out. Like the stuff that he obviously. I mean, if you read this and then go and read, or go right into that Fantastic Four run. 
it makes even more sense. Like it's literally the, the panels are there when you see the panel of, you know, uh, if you go and read that issue where um, Nathan is, 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 has gone back to uh, uh, get, um, have, get, get, uh, get um, his son Reed and, 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 and uh, Ben and Victor to help him defeat the last of his version, the, the last version of him. You know, you had the thing. He's like, there was an event when I left home. When I was, uh, I left you. It was to do something very important, some very dangerous work. This work led me to trying to stop a man who had a me- 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 uh, mechanical engine inside of him, a quantum power source. We fought, and the device was damaged. I tried to stop it from blowing up. I failed, and when he detonated, there was unforeseen circumstances. Because I was touching the device when I exploded, I became the conduit for the energy that was released. It changed the way I age. I became very long lived, possibly even immortal. This is why I appear the same age as. Uh, I was the last time you saw I saw you. I also gained a, t- a tenuous control of time itself. With much effort, I, I have learned to, contr- to harness its ability. It can move from one era to the next, jumping through time, which is how I am here today. And, well, and- it's funny because even, even when their time travel in, our, in S.H.I.E.L.D., it's said of Nathaniel like he's going to figure out how to control this one day. Yeah. 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 Because you realize, because at one point, you know, um, again, they, 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 they were, uh, him and, uh, and Howard were going to stop the night machine, which is Nikola Tesla. Tesla explodes. You think everybody's dead. You find out they've been jaunted into the future, thousands of years in the future. And, you know, you're like, what the fuck happened here? And, it, it, they, they, you know, things happen. And eventually, the, you know, uh, Howard's talking to, to Tesla. It's like, yo, I want to make sure you don't. You know, you blew up and basically sent us into the future. And how? And uh, Nathan's like, uh, actually, I think that was me. <laughs> you know, I think I kind of did yeah, that. Yeah. So why is like, I think I did that. Yeah, and then you find out that yeah, you know, wait, he now has his power to kind of go through different time. And it, it, this is, again, this is something that you see plays so heavily into uh, the um, uh, 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 uh. uh Fantastic Four run we had there, and that's why I'm I'm more excited now having gone through and read this entire thing to now go back and read um, the Avengers run, the Avengers and New Avengers stuff he did, and going into Secret Secret War. So I'm like, well, how many things are going to pop up there? That's a lot. Yeah, you know, because it's just like I found myself so much jumping between this. Uh, I, I didn't want to go into the Avengers stuff right now because I know we're going to do that in a, in a couple of weeks. But between this, the Secret Warriors panels, and then the um, uh, uh, Fantastic Four stuff, and I'm like, wait a minute, is that the same thing here? And that's the same thing here. Like, there's that one point um, when they're when when they're in the human machine for the first time, and they're going through the future. You see that one future where you see, wait, I'm like, wait, is that is that Valeria in in the Doom armor? Let's, let's um the it's it's been adding to the tapestry because that's the dates of future past because yeah. you can see uh, Frank with his hyperstorm yeah and so what they've done and then it's one of those things that like if you like you have been reading this like I could read this with Susan probably because all the issues and explain everything because it's fairly self-contained but the little wrinkles like that add to the experience because Marvel's history is so rich and robust and well taken care of right and it's just. Like I said, you know, the, 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 the book basically ending, you know, with, with Howard leaving the other two. So we talk about, you know, Howard kind of being a shitty father to Tony, but then leaving, <laughs> but then leaving that message, the message he leaves to Tony 
which is ba- and you can tell it's, it's the thing that motivates Tony to this day. You know, um, uh, he basically tells him to kind of, um, he's like, uh, it's easier than you might think. Clear your mind of everything except the problem you're trying to solve, and then visualize how to fix it. Truly see it with your mind's eye. See it, son. Just close your eyes and see it. Then you'll know everything begins with an idea. Everything begins with an image. And when you have that, you build. Which, if that doesn't describe Tony fucking Stark at this point. Well, it, it comes up again in Avengers because, like, they're like, wait, how do you, what? Because at one point, Reed's like, yeah, he's done so much. They're like, wait, you're saying that? He says, I'm great with one question, one problem, I can solve it. Tony's the guy who's always solving everything all the time. And when he's frustrated or can't think, or hits a roadblock, he just builds. Yeah. That's how he knows he got the weapons to fight off everything that happens at the end of Avengers. Right. <laughs> right. Because he's Tony Stark. He's, but that's, that's a focus that he gave. You know, it's, it's a, you see the focus that, you know, the two fathers are still on their, their sons uh, and, and the different values there. And it just, yeah, it's just, it's incredible. Um, and uh, it, it, it's still, even then, it's still, so, they're, they're, they ain't shit for ending this 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 book with you know apocalypse fighting next to Emotep with the shield and the spear you know fighting off the brood I'm like yo just just throwing that stuff in there just shows you that all this shit fucking matters and it just I don't know it just really makes me really fucking excited about this man I, it also I, invites someone to write the miniseries of the first invasion of the brood yeah like someone should write that four issue run and it's somebody like the story of the brood coming to ancient Egypt and ancient Egyptians led by Imhotep and including Moon Knight and fucking Apocalypse fought off the fucking brood invasion and to the point that they never came back. The <laughs> Shi'ar have tried it, the Scroll have tried it, the Kree have tried it, Galactus keeps fucking trying it. The brood have never come back. Right, <laughs> right. They got their asses kicked. But good. Well, because because they killed because because the Imhotep kills the uh, kills the Brood Queen. He kills the Queen, and they're like, "Oh shit, that planet <laughs> killed the Queen. We're the fuck out of here." Right, we're out of here. You know, it's um, it's 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 so fucking fascinating, man. It's so it's so fucking fast. So when you go and read the um, when you go and read the uh uh, uh the the one shot, it's oh god, who is it? It's uh, Archimedes. And he basically gets into the Colossus of Rome, and and he fucking fights a a Cree sentry. Like it is, it's fucking insane, dude. Like it is. It's, That's amazing. I can't wait for this video so I can go read that. It is. Because it, it, it's well, what, what, so what, well, what I love about that one shot is it goes back and it cho- it shows you different things. It shows you like because because certain things happen in this run, this book that you don't see. Like you don't see why. What's the one shot called? It's called a shield. Uh, what is it? Shield and the, the shield infinity one shot. It's it was on. Um, let me see, yeah, shield infinity. Is it, a, is, it is it S dot H dot? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. S H. Uh, yeah, just like the other ones. Which makes it okay. I love you, Marvel. But it's really hard to search. It does. It does. It does. It's really hard to search. So um, so, um but yeah. So and, and it's basically breaking it into four chapters. So you ha- you have four chapters, and chapter one is that you have the chapter two. You have you have one chapter where it shows you the these three disciples of Nostradamus breaking in to find they find him chained up, and they 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 they're they're just there to get a message from him back to Michelangelo, which basically says just telling Michelangelo that he he perse- he perseveres, like it is it's fucking insane. You you got um 
You get the one though, because at one point Michelangelo and, and again Hickman does his shit, and again it'll either drive you fucking crazy or it'll just make you so intrigued about what else he has up his sleeve. At one point, when 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 Howard Stark and and when Howard and and, and Nathan find Tesla the first time, they kill him. They shoot him dead on the floor, and they go around looking for the object, but they, you know, it's really the child. And they turn around, and he's gone. And at one point, you get a quick panel that what happened was, um, because uh, uh, Nathan even asked him to say, hey, listen, we're sorry we killed, hey, sorry we kind of killed you, but can you tell us how you, like, how you came back? And he tells him no, but you do get a quick panel that sees that he came back because Michelangelo saved him. Right. In this one shot, you get more of the conversation that 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 Tes- that, that Michelangelo had with Tesla after he saved him, and basically what happened with there with his I guess I guess because the, they never gave you the bird lady's name I guess it was the bird that yeah, was they, uh, it's, it's which is also weird because Lena gives birth to his mother. Yeah, he um, does. He does. <laughs> no, it's it's yeah, it's I don't know, man. I could talk about this all right. Day. Like it's, it's it's one of those things where. There are layers upon layers upon layers. Like there's something to find with. Like I reread this three times from this podcast because it is that hard to keep track of. Right. But well, it's once you get it, because like so another thing that that, that there, there are three there's basically three things that happen with Tesla that you don't under you know you don't understand. But then you read the one chart, you're like, oh okay. One is like, why did he come back uh, to Leonid? Like who told him to come back? Where did he get the key from that opens the door? And three, there's a third thing that happened that you didn't think about. It just kind of happened. You didn't think about it, but they explained it in the one shot. Yo, how did he know that the last caliphate was where they were? Because they were the last. So the, 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 they oh, were. Yeah, because it, yeah, it, yeah, it was the shield and the spear. The, the shield was in the west. The spear was in, in, East, in, 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 in Asia. And the spear fell. Like nobody knew. Like they all kind of went away. The last caliphate, they were the last, the, the, the trio of brothers, they were the last members of the, sh- of the, of the spear. And so in order to defeat, um, uh, 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 in order to defeat Newton, you basically re- you reunite the shield and the spear together. Because again, shield and the spear, that's what Imhotep used when he uh, defeated the brood. He had a shield and he had the spear. Um, and so they kind of made these into two kind of groups. One and the same, but you know, Throughout the, the time, involved in the Hydra, exactly. exactly as explained in uh, Secret Warriors, yes, yes. And then the, the, these three brothers were the last surviving ones in the tubes that uh, what's his name from Leviathan ends up having. Like, it's it's just it's all oh, well, it's it's even it's even bigger than that because it gets back to the meta idea that Hickman had that constraining things kills them. Oh, absolutely. Limiting things so one view kills it, and that's why it's it's this entire thing. When you get the panel of them reemerging through this new timeline, he comes up and he says, "Because like you said, Da Vinci's waiting for them. Where are we? Hell, when are we? I can answer that. Welcome to a better tomorrow. What yeah. took you so long? Yeah. And this is the world he gave to Michael Angelo. One of possibility, one of endless futures." The dead end. He let he let Newton have have your dead end. But you're right. The the, the image with Imhotep in the very beginning or the very end too. See it, son. Just close your eyes and you'll see it. Then you'll know. Everything begins with an idea. Everything begins with an image. And when you have that, you build. And what 
I don't want to because Aaron's doing something even bigger right now in, in Avengers. Mm-hmm. But what what Hickman did was he redefined the role of humanity in the Marvel universe. Yeah, making them masters of their own domain. What Hickman's doing, what Aaron excuse me, is doing, and we see clearly it's branching out everywhere else, as you mentioned, Venom in the um, God Butcher arc. Hickman's going to the, or excuse me, Aaron's going to the origins of the actual universe. Yes. The end story origins. Because what Hickman's done is told you, I've reshuffled time so it all fits. He basically, you know what this 12 issues is? It's, hey, what's up with that Marvel sliding time scale? Mm hmm. This is what it is. Because sometimes Cap was killed in um, World War II, or Cap was in World War II, but it's, it's when he came out. Because when he came out this most recent time, the Avengers 1, that was. Ed McGinnis and Jason Aaron, he mentions that the Steelers were in Super Bowl, which was like 2008. Mm-hmm. He mentions a play from a Super Bowl in 2008, so that's when he's saying he was defrosted. The Marvel sliding timescale means everything, means Cap was always defrosted roughly 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And this is the why. Because a better tomorrow. But, I mean, in, in, at one point, Michelangelo even says that. He's like, Time looping, looping around on itself, constantly rewriting all that was, and it's to serve not a singular constant truth, but a greater universal one, an evolving history, a unified, a unified history. That is basically what the Marvel Universe is. It's a revolving history. It rewrites itself, um, and it, it evolves with what you are in the time. Like Again, I think, I think one of the things that, that if, if, you, if you take anything from Hickman's writing, it always comes down to a meta-conversation about the Marvel Universe itself, because, I mean, God forbid, once we get into Secret Wars, and <laughs> what he did with that, it's well, all... We, com- we covered it once, we're going to cover it again, but right. our review from when it came out stands. Like, it's basically him talking to Kong with them. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, and it, and it, and it's, it's such an incredible thing, and I, I really, really enjoy this series. Like, what I love about reading Hickman stuff is I feel like every time I read it, there's something new that pops up at me. Right, right. Something new I didn't notice before. And then, it, 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 like you said, it starts. Again, I just love this aspect. I love the aspect of reading something and being like, hey, wait a minute. Didn't I see that from somewhere before? Hey, wait a minute. That's Apocalypse like he was in that it, little mini series. That's rewarding, right? Like, it's yeah. one of those things where they say you can enjoy Infinity War, but if you've seen all the other Marvel movies, it'll be more fun. Mm-hmm. This is the comic version of that, which is unironically the movie stole from the comic. The comic did it first. Yeah. And well, he was just doing it better than anyone ever has. Well, like the, the first comic the crossover, like the first modern one, was really the Fantastic Four building in the background of a Spider Man comic. Mm-hmm. And it showed that, oh, yeah, they're all in the world. This is all one. This is all one universe. Why wouldn't occasionally he run into Johnny Storm and maybe make him a roommate, maybe be the worst roommate of all time? Right, right, right. I mean, and, and like you said, going back to what you were saying about like with with Aaron stuff and what he did with like just the first issues of the the Avengers run with the Celestials and stuff like that. Like the, these have been a recurring thing we've seen. Like, like, and shit. Not just that, but even going into what will happen with Al Ewing's um uh Ultimates run and things like that. Like, mm-hmm. we're getting into this. Like you said, this okay. this aspect of what what made the Marvel, what made the universe. Like I said, we have the human aspect. I think we've gotten down to the idea of what humanity is and what humanity is doing. But then now we're getting this idea of what is happening with the... Because humanity is just... When you think about the entire universe... What were the building blocks of this universe? Right, right. Because even, like, again... I tell you you that I'm freaking out because I just realized you had a Silver Surfer. This goes... Okay, so if, if Hickman is the building blocks 
and Aaron's doing, or excuse me, Hickman's the people, and there's the building blocks. Dan Slott handles the abstracts. Well, and that, uh, well, that's why I'm so excited. Yeah, that's why I'm so excited now about Dan Slott being on. So that series leads directly into the ultimate series, the Alien one. Like all the stuff in that white space and like mm-hmm. Infinity and Chains. Yeah. That comes from, from Silver Surfer. Okay, I'm going to read. I'm going to start reading Silver Surfer tonight then. So Dan Slott, Mike Alred, I cannot recommend it enough to everyone. Because it's, 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 like all this stuff, just it, to me, it, 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 I mean, if there's one negative about all this stuff, it makes you have to read all this stuff to really oh, like no. get, 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 get such an appreciation of it. But like, is that really a bad thing? You know, yeah, is that really. Right, Batch, come on now. Right. I mean, is it really a bad thing? Because it's not like it's bad. And, that, and that, I think that's where, I think that's where when you hear people say it's, it's too many, like the one thing I've, I've never really understood when it, well, I understood it, but like, the whole oh, there's too many events for Marvel, things like that. But it's like, and even we when we talk about this, we say that Marvel doesn't doesn't do event; they just go to the next story. I think that's different. It's not that they go to the next story; they go to the next chapter in the same story. Exactly. Because it's it's the next all one the larger Marvel story, right? It, the the Marvel story has always been there. Like you said, I mean, like I said, going and reading just if you just read those four, I think it's only right at this point what four or five issues of Venom out right now. Even that, the the issues of oh. Venom, Venom. Venom, a character we are like, I don't give a fuck about Venom. Venom, it kind of then talks and turns into a story about the cosmos and the beginning of the fucking universe. You're like, what the fuck? How the fuck we get here? And Venom, we're talking about the beginning of the universe and Venom. They got. I was, I was like, uh, who needs a Venom book? I, I do. Right, right, right. Well, my hand is up. I need a Venom book. I didn't know. Well, that that's how you get me to, to do it when you when you now tie it and you tie it in the you know because uh, you know and and, and this is where you, you got to be careful reading some of these um these outlets that that kind of give you some spoiler like oh they they changed Venom's origin to tie it into Thor just read the book read the book and you'll understand it's not really, it's it that's, that the undersells it so much but like just read the fucking book and um yeah I, I again not everything works. But I think that they, when these kind of concepts and these kind of things that really kind of explore, like you said, it, 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 it's almost, I'm not even almost, it is religious. And, it, and exploring, it's right, it's, it is a religion. It's basically Marvel's created their own like religion in here, <laughs> into these books of like, how did things come to be? Well, well it's not even just that. It's, and and I'm, I, I'm gushing because I just reread it again today. Yo, know who he makes the builders of the shield. It's not generals. It's not warlords. It's creatives. It's yeah. people who create with their mind. He's commenting on what holds up our society for real is not the wars and the boundaries. It's the thinkers and creators. Mm-hmm. Michelangelo is the most enlightened and powerful member person in this entire fucking book. And he is introduced carving the statue of David. And they never explain how he got that way either, which is Ever. like another. Which it's is like, like if, you're, if you're so smart and so secretive, why do I know everything that you know? Yeah, they never explain how he got to that point, which means at some point, right? It, all of a sudden, we're gonna we're we're, we're all of a sudden because he he basically blows Da Vinci's mind, going like, I know everything you know because I've always been here. We've always been here. We've always had the conversation, and he uh, the different pieces of him from different timelines show you know, up. He touches Da Vinci in the head, like here's a piece, so right. you can keep. Right, 
but now it's like, well, how did how did how did Michelangelo like we're we're over here talking about Aries and, and Da Vinci? How did Michelangelo get to this point? Like, and, like I'm just he's so bored through the first half of this book. It's like this is how it always happens. What this is this is, no, Lena, you can't stop them from fighting. You can't. Mm-hmm. Can't stop their war. It's gotta happen. I'm just ah oh, God. It's. I'm really again, and this is just ending in 2018. Which again, so this is other thing too that I, I know. You know, we're not gonna we're not gonna get into like delays and things like that. But like the fact that they waited to they 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 had to drop it now, and they were like, we gotta finish this because there are a lot of books that get started and don't get finished, and just go through well, Marvel well, and we do find a lot of those. Another thing that happened was that Hickman's profile raised got real big real fast. Right. Like it went from oh he's the guy writing Secret Wars kind of building this like secret history of Marvel it's kind of cool to hey you're gonna write three Avengers books actually two because one you eventually get too burned out to write you have to hand it off to someone which is probably for the fucking best because you're also rewriting you're also writing Secret Wars where at the end of the first issue of Secret Wars it is the epilogue and eulogy for the entire Marvel goddamn universe. <laughs> you might need a break. Like, I- Get it. Him then taking it. People are like, I didn't read the third Avengers book. Like, first of all, you're an asshole. Read the book. Second of all, it makes perfect sense. The man's only human. And on one break, it only holds so many ideas. And for someone to say, I don't know why Shield took so long. One, I'm betting it was right on time. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And, and on, honestly, 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 I think it was. No, like, like, I'm on my toes for announcements. I'm like, okay. So when the collected edition comes out, that's when I know something real big. Right, it's about to happen. Right, because I'm like, yo, um, like you guys, you, you and that, and that's what gets me about. It. That's what gets me so excited right now. Because I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You guys could have just let it slide and just been like, ah, you get it when you get it. No, nah, we're not gonna. No, no, you guys made sure to drop it now. And when you look at all the other pieces going on and just the cosmic aspect of it, like again, Da Vinci popping back up in the books and things like this. Like to me, all of this matters and all of this is on purpose. Because it's just like, if you if you released this book two, three years ago, people have been like, okay, why, who the fuck gives a fuck about, I mean, yeah, the people that were reading it would have been like, yeah, okay, but like, now, with the way it ends right now, the way that this last issue ended, you're like, wait a minute, this is not the, this is not the, this is not the end of the story. This is almost like the beginning of the story. So where's right. the rest of the story now? So now I'm like, okay. I'm just waiting now. I'm I'm waiting. I'm waiting to find out what happens because it's got to be something big. And 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 I and, and Marvel's actually doing a lot of big things right now anyway. And so yeah. I'm 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 very very excited for the future because this this book here again. If it sounds like we've been rambling for I guess what an hour now, an hour and ten minutes now, it's because we kind of have been. But it's because this book will make you do that when you read it. It, it'll make sense when you list, when you read. I'm I'm telling you. Yeah, so, I, I I can tell you right now. I got on here 30 minutes early to talk to Chris. Yeah, I literally was like, I need to talk to someone about this because like she's so like, "What are you guys talking about?" I'm like, "It's well, Da Vinci and Michelangelo." She goes, "Fine, just go record it." Thank you. <laughs> right. It's hard to. It's, there's not an elevator pitch for this book. There's no quick synopsis for what I'm trying to describe here. And an hour and ten minutes cannot do it justice because I get to spend an hour on literally each issue. In 1953, Da Vinci and Leonardo Da Vinci and Sir Isaac Newton uh, split the Brotherhood of the Shield into a civil war, and they have to go into the future to fight. You know what? I'm just going to stop right there. I'm just going to. Never mind. I'm just. Yeah. I'm sorry. I asked. I'm sorry. That's, 
some sorry ass from season. Yeah, that, that's all of me. If yeah. I really start talking about it, yeah. So, um, all right. So, we'll, I guess we'll end it right here. Because uh, I know this is this is, what's going to happen is we're going to come. I know we're going to come back to this and the other stuff we talked about with Hickman, because we're going to finish up uh, this month with the the I, I would guess like the big stuff, which is his Avengers in Secret so, Wars. So I, want ask, I want to ask you this: so with the Avengers, do you want to handle the whole run? Because I think the whole run matters, or do you want to handle just the time runs out that that ticking clock for the last five five months? I kind of want to do a whole run because we've done it do with it. the group. Yeah. But I think we needed. I think in order to do this justice, because we've already gone through all of the Hickman, other Hickman stuff, I feel like we got to do all of the. Because you know what? Even when we did um, the original comic book club, some point then. huh? Yeah, that that, that I guess since he did nine issues on Ultimates, where he completely changed everything and made yeah. Richards the most terrifying character in the history of comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're, we're we'll figure it out. We'll we'll do this, but I think we that, that might just be a big one. I think we'll have to do that, record that one on a Sunday, and we'll just do a big one and we'll we'll go through all that stuff. So, um, but I think we need to because we we didn't do that when we did the comic book clubs and the comic book clubs we kind of just broke it out and we eventually got into some of the Avengers books, the other Avenger books, but we kind of focused just on new Avengers. Uh, and then we went into Secret Wars, but I think we kind of have to do everything with this one. And I, I don't really do, which is me and you kind of just dropping down in there, having read all the other stuff. Because, again, everything that Hickman does matters. Um, and having seen all that stuff and it being fresh in my mind, I really, really like to go through and, and just kind of jump into all of this stuff and, and s- just see how much my mind is blown from what this man did. And, and the possibilities of the future, because that's what I'm so excited about now is... Dude, you're doing stuff now. I see it. Like they think that they think we don't see it, but I see it. Something big's gonna happen, and I'm very, very excited for that. So um. the return of Jonathan Hickman is gonna be a very, very big one when he comes back to Marvel, and uh, I am here for it. 100. Yes. yes, I'm. I'm scared, but I'm also very here for it. I'm very scared. Very scared. Because <laughs> every time he comes back, he destroys a world. <laughs> he like, just, I'm like, everyone he, hold on, something. He, he, you guys he, like Miles? Tell everyone you like Miles, because I don't know. I don't know. What to, I don't know. Yeah, he, he he's the one who brought Miles here. You can take Miles out if you want to. I I don't know how the rules work. He he destroys everything. If you think about, it, he destroyed Shield. He he, hey, he destroyed hey, the world, and he destroyed the world in Shield. He did. He destroyed Shield in, in Secret Warriors. He destroyed the Marvel Universe in uh um in in in, in, in the 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 new okay, Avengers series. The Marvel Universe. He destroyed every other fucking universe. Yes. Until there were two, ours and uh, 616, excuse me, and the Ultimate Universe, then had them fight to the death where they both lose. <laughs> then they do my God. And that's issue one. Right. right, right. Like, that's how we start. I, that's how we so, start. So the biggest problem about the Avengers one is because I'm going to explain what the, the, um, the, white, the white swans, the swans and the Magi are. Without spoiling it until we get to that part, because again, not a your story. Oh no, no! At, at that point, you know what? I feel like when we do that one, it's gonna be we, we've already covered this stuff. So as far as I'm concerned, it's spoilers away. Because you got it, you got to. Like I can tell you, like who, I'll, I'll, who that, who, who, who the big bad is from the very beginning. Because of course it fucking is. Because Hickman's writing it. I, I'm sorry. I, I the more I think about what he does in Avengers, the more aggravated I get because I'll never write that. Yeah, it's 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 fucking terrifying. It's fucking terrifying. I and another thing too is like, and I would really love to talk. Like, I want to know how, like, because you know we know they do these big these big Marvel retreats where they sit down and, and map things out. 
how do I like that's got to be the Charlie in front of the 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 board in front of uh? Well, a, 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 oh no, because you're right. Because we've had this conversation when you and I interviewed James Roberts. Like, how far do you plan out ahead? How do you know when things are going to happen? These big twists. Are you up on Lost Light? Have you read Twenty Two? I haven't watched Twenty Two yet. Twenty Two yet. You're going to call me when you do. Oh. Um, the reveal at the end of Twenty Two. It changes the entire series. It changes. Go back to Mormon ETI. And that's what I love because it's one story all the way through. Meanwhile, Hickman's entire story from, and I'm just like, as we're talking and realizing this, from Secret Wars with um, Alex and his father, all the way through Secret Wars, excuse me, to Secret Wars, it's the story of Reed Richards. Yeah. And the importance of fathers. Yep. It's all it is. He's told, he told a seven-year story about Reed Richards. Bravo. Bravo. I don't tell you. Bravo. And uh, James Roberts said it was somehow wrong. I don't even know. You'll see, but man. Oh, wait, wait. You know what? I d- is that 22? I did the read The last 20. page of 22 tells you who wrong is. Okay, maybe I don't. Maybe I didn't. Okay, I'm quiet. All right, cool. Oh, no, I didn't get it. Okay, I, I'm going to read that when I get it done. Yeah, I'll let it read new. All right, let's get, on. Let's get out of here. Um, again, folks, thank you guys very much for listening to us ramble about this. Like, honestly, we just do this because me and Deepon like talking about comics, and we need to have somebody to talk to. So we're talking to each other, and then you guys just listen in on our conversation. We might as well record it. Um, but no, seriously, go. Uh, the Shield, uh, Hickman Shield run is on. Um, I think the all the issues, except for the last two, are on Marvel Unlimited. And the last two, you can just go ahead and pick up on Marvel Limited. And obviously, Secret Warriors. We didn't really dig down into Secret Warriors uh, like we, we, we had because I think you, we've already covered it enough. So go Two out and read times. Secret Warriors. We've covered it like three times, but we love that book too. Um, so go check that out. But S.H.I.E.L.D. was just a total like, poof. just throws you out there, man. Just throws you out there. So um, again, folks, thank you guys very much for listening. Make sure you guys subscribe. To the character corner uh, on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music. And until next time, we're out of here. Peace.